Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Marked Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We are so glad you've joined us today. Welcome to another episode of the Mart Podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us. Hello. Um, Elizabeth and I actually got to go to um, Life by Women Live this summer and um, and spend the weekend there with a ton of y'all who came. Yes. Um, and, and one of the fun things is that we got to record live episodes on the podcast. It was so much fun. Yes. And so we were on the concourse and got to just interview a bunch of our platform speakers who included Bible study authors, some mm-hmm. of our ministry partners, and just a bunch of people that we love a ton and people that we were just excited to get to know a little bit better. Yes, it was so great to talk to all of them, and it was great to see some of y'all in in the live studio audience, I I guess you could say. Um, So just know that this audio will be a little bit different because it was recorded live, and so we have just some buzz of the room and some crowd noises, so... It will be a little bit different. You may have to adjust your volume button a tad, but we just wanted y'all to be able to experience it like we did. Yes. And so every single um, person that we talked to, we asked the same three questions. And Mm -hmm. so you'll hear those throughout these bonus episodes, Uh, but hope that you enjoy just kind of a deeper look into into their lives and kind of where they are uh, ministry wise. And, um, And we hope that you enjoy these episodes. Well, welcome to another episode of the Mark Podcast. Um, we are recording live from Life of Women Live in Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah. There we go. We've got some friends here. They're hanging out with us. Hey, can y'all give like a little whoop for like the podcast listeners? Like to let them know you're out there? Oh, y'all That's killed a good it. Good one. Killed it. I love it. Um, but we're sitting here today with Lauren Chandler. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad so to have you. Fun. So you've been leading worship, and it's yes. been beautiful. We're so thankful for you to yes. do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, we have been asking questions that are kind of centered around our theme of a cord of three strands, not quickly broken, and the togetherness. And so yeah. we know that all relationships for believers start in a foundation of Christ. Yeah. So we just wanted to ask you, like, what does that foundation look like, that sure foundation of Christ? Yeah. And then um, how does it affect your everyday now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting you know, my husband was saved pretty radically when he was 17. So he was like uh, wild, rebellious, and then he got saved when he was 17, and he just never looked back kind of thing. But I grew up in a, a home where uh, my parents loved Jesus, um, and they just kind of passed down this legacy of faith. And I can remember even as a little kid just being super aware of the Lord 
and just even like playing in the backyard and I'd talk to him and um, so I was just hyper aware and then when I was eight um, I remember my mom saying do you want to invite Jesus into your heart right. and I was like well of course I do like I kind <laughs> of I feel like I already know him but yes I want to make this commitment anyway but you know there's been a lot of ups and downs in my relationship with the Lord which is um, I think it's been good for um, Matt to see and know that with my relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. for our kids sake right. because since he was saved so radically he's mm-hmm. like what is the fruit of a kid who has just kind of heard Jesus and yeah. had this growing relationship with right. them that wasn't super abrupt you know mm-hmm. um, what does that look like and so it's been good for me to kind of speak those things to Matt like okay this this is a lot of how I was (laughs) where there were some things, there was fruit in my life, good fruit in my life. And there was really bad fruit, you know? And so, um, although I would, you know, I'd say I got saved at eight. I'd always kind of had an awareness of who he was. I've always felt his nearness, even in some of the darkest moments. Um, even, uh, there was a season in college, uh, early in our marriage, honestly, I got, I was married when we were 19, when I was 19, mm. he was 25. He's a lot older than I am. <laughs> so when he was like, Oh yeah, they're, our, they're our age. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not your age. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the much same. younger. I was in middle school when you graduated exactly. high school. Yeah, I really yeah. was. Yeah. I was yeah. in middle school <laughs> anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, there were some hard years for us. Uh, our first seven years of marriage were really difficult Um, But even in those moments, I mean, I'm writing in my journal, like, Lord, I don't know what to do. Help me. Um, What's going on here? Um, And so I think the foundation of my relationship with Jesus has been his grace towards me to just Mm. not let me go. And, um, And of course, not realizing that what I was doing even as a kid was prayer. It was just talking to him and it what didn't sound special or formulaic it was just like talking to you guys and then as I've grown the word of God I mean um even as a kid I grew up in a little Baptist church and so memorized the verses and right. knew and knew all the songs so that was another place where the Lord um you know just a really dug my roots deep was in these songs that were singing the truth of God. And, um, it's funny. I went back to my home church, um, in May. So a few months ago. And I think when you're a, you know, an angsty teenager and like, even like young twenties, you're like, my church did all these things wrong. You know, they could (laughs) have been so much cooler. And I went back to, um, to that, that sanctuary that was very, very different from our sanctuary right now. Like mm-hmm. it looks like a cathedral on the inside. It's got pews, you know, mm-hmm. it's got a big organ in the middle of it. And I sat there and I just, I cried yeah. and because I was so grateful for yeah. the times the Lord met me in that pew when I didn't, maybe in that moment, I didn't know he was meeting me there, but I can look back and just see, um, just the tender moments I had with him. Yeah. Um, no, sensing his presence in that room, a, a lot of, uh, mainly because of the people that yeah, were there, yeah. like the body, right. the people of God, that, yeah. that they loved me. I felt so loved mm-hmm. by these people. 
And they didn't even have to say much to me. I just knew they loved me. They loved my family. We loved the same God. And um, anyway, so those those have been real markers yeah. of, of how um, my relationship, what has grounded me in my relationship with Jesus and how that relationship has just grown and grounded me through all life's up, yeah. ups and downs so mm-hmm. far. I love that. And that's very similar, I think, to both of our stories yeah. um, growing up in the church. And we had an episode recently where we were talking about Christian pop culture but and how, like you were saying, the songs and all that, even though it may have been cheesy at times or, you know, <laughs> yeah. the hand motions are yeah. kind of weird. and But that does instill that truth in us. Right. And I think... I look back with on that with gratitude oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. like learning all those verses and yeah. all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because later on when I've needed those verses, yeah. I still remember oh, yeah. them. They were there. Yeah. And, and Orlando is home for me. I grew up here. Oh. And so it's funny because even wandering around, like I've seen some of the women who raised me. Like oh. and like I saw one of my like choir teachers from church like Yay. yesterday. And I'm it's one of those things where like I just hope that they know like how those things matter. Like that our when we invest back into the body it lasts and yes. it goes somewhere and it's just like I just have tried to hug as many of those women as I can to just go like like these whether or not you felt it or yeah. knew it at the time. Like right. when you taught me in third grade choir, like it mattered to me. Like yes. and, it, and it has left a long a lasting impression. And I love that that's what the body of Christ as the church, like that we yes get to be a part of and have the privilege of doing that. Yeah. And I um, mean, so for you, Lauren, like when it comes to community mm-hmm. and friendships, family, those sorts of things, like how, um, how have those kind of relationships marked you in your walk with Christ? Um, man, I would say probably one of the most life giving relationships, of course, my husband, I've got a, and yeah. my parents, of mm-hmm. course. But outside of just those people, like my friends, there was a group of women that would meet. Uh, we started off doing a Bethmore Bible study together, <laughs> and we'd meet in a friend's house, and we would, like, I remember my son, who's 13 now, I brought in a carrier to one of the, <laughs> our first meetings, and it was just, it was a safe place. So, um, you know, Whitney taught just not too long ago right. about kind of like it was a safe place to be transparent and authentic and, and to say this is where I am but also be pressed to like press into Jesus and yeah. to grow and mm-hmm. to to put that up against okay you've confessed this now where are we going from here right. like yeah. how can we love you come around you and mm-hmm. um, it was a good it was a good time I had a friend who would just come probably for the first uh, two months and just cry. She would just sit there and cry. They had just moved from, you know, living two hours away. Her husband had just got on staff. She just had her first child. I mean, I was like, Kristen, <laughs> can you imagine? No wonder things. you were crying the whole yeah. time. But, you know, it was good for her to, to just kind of hear where we were. And there's something like when you can see someone else thriving and, and being in a good place, or someone that's really struggling and you can identify with that where it just gives you faith to like, okay, if they can do it, I can yep. do it. Right. <laughs> um, so that was, and we met for about, gosh, seven years wow. pretty consistently. And it was, it was life changing. Right. And those friendships I still have, they're not as close as they were, mm-hmm. but like we all kind of got together um, for actually Kristen the crier. <laughs> <laughs> her 40th birthday in May and it was like we pe- we picked up where we left off yeah. and um, just that 
that relation, those relationships in particular were really formative for me. And, um, yeah, so that, that would be yeah. one of the places. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think there's so much to be said about being, like, in the trenches together, mm-hmm. as they say, just because you're just like, we're all here, you're crying the whole time, that's okay, we're going to work with them. we're going to yes. work on yeah. it. Like, yes. I'm just, yeah, I love those friendships that I've had those throughout the years, and just, um, it's such a good, it's such encouragement, but also a challenge, like you were saying, like, yep. we're going to encourage you where you are, yep. but we're going to help you to move yeah. past that's yeah. right. You know, move into more Christ-likeness as yeah. we go on. And there's something about the depth that comes with spending that kind of time with other women that, like, yes. you do just pick right back up when yeah. you're back in the same spot. And just that the Lord knits your hearts together yeah. that way. So yeah. it's really unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So our last question is more about the culture at large. So yeah. how do we engage the culture? How do you engage the culture in your everyday with the hope of Christ? And then also... These women have, who have been here this weekend or maybe who weren't here this weekend but are, have done these kinds of things before where they'll go to an event or yeah. camp or something and they're kind of like all here together on a mountaintop with their yeah. friends, but then they're going to go out into the world. So yeah. what encouragement or advice would you give women as they try to engage culture and go yeah. out into the world? Yeah. First, I want to say it's a mountaintop for me, too. So I'm like, okay, I got to be prepared after this week. Yeah. Like, yeah. the enemy's going to come after me, and I'm just going to – I could tank. But, you know, just being prayerful, like, Lord, keep me. Yes. Um, and I think being faithful in the small things right where you are, I think that's going to have the biggest impact. Yeah. Um, I think we can look at people who have platforms and are reaching all these people and – um, that's great, and the Lord has a, a time and season and a place for those women and men. But I would say even for those women and men, it's the, the small things. It's the neighbor down the street. Yeah. It's, um, it's those right in your circle that you're going to have the most impact forever. Yeah. And so not to, um, not to minimize what's God, what God has given you right where you are. And uh, to use whatever gifts he's given you, you know, whether that's hospitality, resources, um, maybe it's teaching, maybe it's leading worship, maybe it's just whatever. It could, maybe it's like data entry and you're good at accounting or <laughs> yeah. budgeting. We yes. need you in the kingdom too. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. My yeah. dad was a CPA and I'm like, you're amazing. Yes. Um, uh, just even in those small things, just being faithful with God, with what God has given you where he has put you and um, to be open to maybe something beyond what you are considering be open to that but not at the expense of what's right before you yeah your kids yeah. your neighborhood your family um, yeah your your church I mean your right. church needs you your church you are a vital part and if you aren't participating and using your gifts there then the church is less of what it, it could be yeah um and so that's that's what i would encourage the women yeah so good i love that i know en- yeah. encourage myself in it too yes. so like yeah. i'm not I'm sitting here like i am thinking the same. like yes yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think a, a lot of women get caught up in the like big dreams and like you were saying there's nothing wrong with that that's right but we can't pursue that in to the expense of that's right. what's immediately surrounding yeah. us. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I was there. Like I was like, I want, I want that. And the Lord was like, No, no, no. I need to get some things 
right in your heart first before I let you do some of these bigger dreams. And what's interesting, as he started doing some work in my own heart, those dreams morphed where I was like, that's not exactly what I want to do, actually. Uh So thank you for not giving that to me when I thought that's what I wanted. Um, But trusting him that he knows exactly what we want. He really knows the true desires and dreams of our hearts. Mm -hmm. And if if we'll be obedient and listen to him and not get ahead of him and not take things into our our own hands, like Kelly was saying uh, today, then then he'll be faithful. We can trust him in that. That day-to-day obedience is the way that we understand what he wants us to do next Mm -hmm. and how he teaches us and shows us and um and it's so easy to overlook today in looking at the not yet and and we've got to keep our eyes like right where we are and go okay lord what is it today like who today what today um do you want me to do who can i reach out to minister to love on how can i be obedient to you and everything i say and do today so thank you so much absolutely my pleasure very fun we'll put links to your bible study and book in the show notes so everybody can go there and great yeah and all that will be at lifebywomen.com forward slash podcast. And you can use the hashtag marked podcast if there's anything you're tagging online. But thanks yeah. again for being with us. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. We hope you enjoyed hearing from Lauren um, at Lifeway Women Live. Lauren led us in worship, and it was such a beautiful experience and expression of her uh, just worshiped. And she led us in that. And I, I love getting to see people use their gifts in that way. And oh, so, yeah. Um, but Lauren also has a Bible study and a book out. And she sure does. They've been out for a couple of years now, but we just love the message. It's it's honestly one of the best, uh, one of my favorite books that I've read in the past few years. Steadfast mm-hmm. Love is what it's called. And then the Bible study is also called Steadfast Love. And it just kind of, the Bible study kind of takes you through the the back end of the book, I guess you could say, like what Lauren did when she was writing the book in her personal study with God. And so it's just such a cool experience. It's on Psalm 107. Mm -hmm. And um, it just kind of talks about the different seasons of our lives and the different seasons we find ourselves in and um, how God is steadfast and loving throughout all of it. And so it's it's just a beautiful study. Uh, We got to film the videos at the beach, which I loved. So (laughs) So I just would love for y'all to check that out. We'll put a link in the show notes to all of those things. Yes, and we hope that you'll um, pick up either the Bible study or the book if you haven't done either one of them yet. And they are different, and so it'd be a different Mm -hmm. experience if you've done one and not the other. Right. Um, But just uh, such a good reminder that I think every single one of us could use. Yes. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode with Lauren Chandler. This is the Marked Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We are so glad you joined us today. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? 
I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for teen girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home. 